Entrepreneur on Fire 614. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. If you're starting a business or forming an LLC, LegalZoom will help take care of all the details. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but provides self-help services at your specific direction. Enter code FIRE for a $10 savings at LegalZoom. 99designs has thousands of designers from all over the world ready to tackle your next design project. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Sophia Barra. Sophia, are you prepared to ignite Burn, baby, burn. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Sophia is a certified financial planner who launched her own financial planning firm, Gen Y Planning, to specifically help millennials with their money. She Skypes with clients across the country and is now the top Google search for financial planner for Gen Y. Sophia has been quoted on Forbes, Business Insider, and the Huffington Post. Sophia, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Sure. Well, thanks so much for having me, John. I'm so excited to be here. This is, I know this is one of my favorite podcasts. So one of your favorite, wait a second here. Yeah. That's not what you said in the email. No. (laughs) Okay. It's my, okay. It's my favorite, but Jamie Tardy's is a close second. Okay. I I will. She's a good friend and a mentor. (laughs) So I got to give it to her. She's amazing. (laughs) So I, um, so a little bit about me, I'm an actor turned financial planner, which is kind of funny in itself. Um, I was a theater kid all through college. So I did 15 shows while I was in college and, um, thought I was going to tour and do, you know, do the whole acting thing. And I ended up really wanting to buy a house when I graduated from college. Um, so I did, I graduated from college when I was 21, bought a house. And then all my friends started coming to me and asking me money questions like, Hey, how'd you buy a house? Hey, I just got a new job. How do I sign up for my, you know, my benefits or what's the difference between a 401k and a Roth IRA. And so I decided I really liked, uh, personal finance. And I realized there's this whole industry called financial planning out there. So I went back to school, got my CFP, and um, and got into the business in 2007, and then decided to launch Gen Y Planning a year ago. And as I like to say, I'm not your father's financial planner. <laughs> so um, I think a lot of people think they need to be rich or older to hire a financial planner, but those questions that were coming up about buying a home, 401ks, which student loan should I pay off first, those are all problems that I help my clients solve every day. So traditionally, you have to have a lot of assets to work with a financial planner. But because I love working with millennials, I am structured a little bit differently where I have an initial financial planning fee, and then that's followed by a monthly subscription amount so I can work with clients on an ongoing basis regardless of how much they have in assets or debt. Wow. Well, I love that model for a number of reasons. Coming from corporate finance myself, 
I really saw the excesses in that industry during the 2000s. And it was really a little sad to see in a lot of areas. And I really like that moving towards that fee, that subscription model. It just is a much more win-win for both sides of the equation. And Sophia, we're going to dive into your journey as an entrepreneur, the reason why you structured your business as you did, your ups, your downs. We're going to do it all today. But before we do, we are going to start Entrepreneur on Fire off like we always do with a success quote. So Sophia, take it away. And oh, by the way, if you want to, you can sing your success quote. <laughs> oh man, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> Just teasing. I'll see if I can throw it in a little bit later, a little more musical <laughs> musicals, because I like to say my life is a musical. So, nice. um, so, and what's really funny is the quote that I'm going to read you is actually by Brene Brown. And when I, the first time I, the, the time that I saw her in person was at the World Domination Summit. And she actually sang with Chris Gillibrand at the end of her presentation, she just said like, and don't stop, don't stop believing. And then like the screen came down and everybody in the whole audience saying, don't stop believing. And it was just like such a great experience. So I will remember that forever. And I love Brene Brown. (laughs) And she has this amazing quote where she says, vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. And the reason why I love being an entrepreneur is the innovation, the creativity, and the change. But that also requires vulnerability. And I think that's really tough and really hard to just put yourself out there and just have the guts to to do that. And I think that a lot of my theater training actually gave me some of that um, ability to be vulnerable because I was used to going to audition after audition after audition Um, And so I really feel like that helped me um, get into a place where I felt uh, like, okay, I'm just going to try this, this entrepreneur thing and see if I can do it because I won't know unless I try. Love it. Love it, Sophia. And Fire Nation, for anybody that's listening to this like world domination, what? This is an amazing conference that Chris Gillenbo puts on every July in Portland, Oregon. I was actually at the last one. Um, I think the one that you're referring to, was that two years ago, Sophia, with Brene yeah, Brown? Exactly. So I went the past two years. You went the past two years. Are you going to the one this coming July? Um, I'm not. I might head to Portland around that time and hang out because it attracts just such a great group of people. You can literally go to Portland, Oregon during the days that World Domination Summit is and just be a part of the meetups and the gatherings of unbelievable entrepreneurs. And that's actually what we're doing as well, Sophia. We're just heading there. We're going to have a blast. We're going to hang out. We're not even going to the actual conference itself, but we're definitely going to be at the meetups and throwing those of our own. So Fire Nation, check out World Domination Summit. If a ticket catches your fancy, go for it. It's an amazing conference. If you just want to take a trip there, Check it out and uh, see who's having some meetups. I know myself, uh, Chris Ducker, Pat Flynn, all having some really cool meetups, Fizzle, so really cool cool things going on. But Sophia, what I want to do now is focus on your entrepreneurial journey because you've had some failures, you've had some aha moments, you've had some successes, and we're going to go over all three, but first and foremost, we are going to focus on that failure that you've had at one point in your life, that one story that you're going to tell us today of that time that you did fall flat in your face. So Sophia, take us to that moment in time. Tell us that story and the lessons you learned. 
Sure. So when I launched my company, um, in order to become, to start your own financial planning firm, you need to become, uh, there's a couple different routes you can go, but I needed to become a registered investment advisor in the state of Minnesota. And, um, and I, so at the same time that I'm working on all of my compliance documents, I'm also in the process of launching my website. So my, what I thought was going to take a lot longer in terms of getting registered in the state of Minnesota um, took a much shorter time. And then when my, uh, my website wasn't ready to go live by the time I was what's called an RIA and ready to take on new clients. So I was ready to take on new clients and registered in the state at the end of May but my website didn't go live till the beginning of July. So there was about a six-month delay um, because I hadn't given my web designer all the content that she needed to finish the site. And so I was getting some press around this time. Um, I was getting quoted in Forbes, and I was getting quoted. Uh, I was just uh, featured in, in this website, moneyunder30.com. But because my website wasn't live, um, I wasn't getting... All, you know, capturing all of the traffic. And I could have been taking on new clients at that time. So one of my friends suggested putting up a landing page and at least having a place where I could start gathering email addresses for the Gen Y planning newsletter. So I'm so glad that I did that because I ended up having 85 newsletter subscribers when I launched my site. Nice. But yeah, but I was still bummed that I didn't get my website up sooner <laughs> because a couple of those subscribers may have turned into clients. So... And that was just really a point where I realized like, okay, like work on what you can work on. Stop worrying about how long is it going to take me to be registered? Cause that's out of my control. But what I needed to be working on was getting the content that my, that my, um, the people needed to finish my website. So anyway, it was a really big lesson in like focus and focusing on what's really important, um, that you have control over and then, you know, letting go of the things that you don't. It's a valuable entrepreneurial lesson too. And I can tell you, we've already mentioned Jamie Tardy once, but she had a similar experience where here she was rolling along, just thinking she was publishing this really cool podcast called The Eventual Millionaire. Then all of a sudden, out of left field, she gets featured on the homepage of Yahoo, which back in those days when she got featured, I mean, that was a huge deal. It still huge. is, still is yeah. a big deal. But I mean, then it was like, it was getting huge traffic to that homepage. And she just had this little shared server on Bluehost or whatever service she was using that, you know, not only crashed her site tenfold, but everybody else's who, you know, poor website was on that same server as well. Because back in those days, everybody just kind of shared resources if you didn't have your own virtual private server. And that was a lesson that Jamie learned. And she actually learned it the hard way because she had to learn it twice. It happened again. So that's an experience that she had and, you know, that she looks back and says, wow, during those like four, six, or eight hours that my website was down while I was being featured on the homepage of Yahoo, think about the possibilities, you know what I mean? And right. you can dwell on that. But the important thing is that you fortify yourself going forward in the future. And Sophia, obviously, you've done that. Jamie, after a couple hard knocks, has now done that. And, you know, I actually learned from her um, being her mentee. So way before I even needed it, I was on a virtual private server and I 
can honestly probably say even to this point, I still haven't needed one, um, but you never know. I mean, I, I was featured in Time Magazine and Inc. Magazine. Any one of those things could have just gone off. And it's better safe than sorry in those situations. I'm willing to pay a little more upfront to invest in that insurance, so to speak. So, right. Sophia, let's just do this real quick. Let's break down your biggest takeaway that you want Fire Nation to walk away with from that failure that you experienced in life. So I think it's really important just to focus on the things that you can control. And so spend time putting time into the things that you can control and let go of the stuff that you can't. Love it. So Sophia, let's now transition to the other end of the spectrum. You have another story to tell, except this one's going to be about an aha moment, an idea, a light bulb that went off at some point in your entrepreneurial journey. I'd love to hear that moment in time. Where were you when you had this idea? What actions did you take following that idea to turn it into a success? So Sophia, take us there. Tell us that story. So Gen Y planning is something that I've been thinking about for a long time. I had had this idea for a few years um, to really help millennials with their money. Um, but I was scared. It was, it felt like this huge risk. And so, um, I was working at a startup at the time and I really wanted to quit my current position and launch my own firm. Um, and so I went out with my mentor this great financial planner named Scott Oath. And I used to work for him and I was kind of his right hand person for two years. And then I had left to go work at the startup and a year into it, I thought, you know, I really want to do my own thing. Um, but because I was scared, I started interviewing for jobs at local financial planning firms. And so, you know, we're out to eat and I was telling him about the job interviews and, you know, I was getting second job interviews and such, but I just wasn't excited about them. I just, it just didn't thrill me. It didn't, you know, you know, light, light me up inside. And then I started talking about what I wanted to do with Gen Y planning and my vision for helping people like me with their money. Um, and, you know, really you know, focusing on charging that monthly retainer instead of focusing on managing assets and life planning and comprehensive financial planning. And, and so I was so excited this, about this idea that finally Scott looked at me and said, Sophia, what is the worst thing that can happen? And then I started coming up with excuses and all the reasons, you know, things that could go wrong. And he just stopped me and he said, no, the worst thing that can happen is that you'll have to get a job in financial planning. And suddenly it didn't seem like that big of a risk, right? Right. So I was like, oh, well, I can do that. And that's exactly what I'm thinking about doing right now. So why don't I just try my own thing? And if it doesn't work out the way I want or way I envision, I can always go back, you know, and get hired at a firm. Um, but I'm never going to know if this idea works unless I try it. So, Sophia, once again, I mean, you're sharing this great story with Fire Nation about these trials and, tribulation, and tribulations and fears that you are having as an entrepreneur, and you're taking us through the different mindsets and you know the, the challenges that you're posing to yourself. But what I really want you to do for Fire Nation is, is look at us as the listeners and think of us as these hungry entrepreneurs that are looking to learn from your life experience. What's something that you want us to take away from that knowledge, that aha, that clear moment that you had where that light bulb went off at that moment in time? I believe that entrepreneurship is the new job security for our generation. 
and that entrepreneurship isn't nearly as big of, of a risk as we think that it is. Now, let me try to define that in my own words, and you can tell me if you agree, if you have something to add, if you disagree. I mean, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that because when you say that, Sophia, what I think is that an entrepreneur is acquiring skills. They're acquiring courage. They're acquiring all these different traits and knowledge and faith in themselves to take on anything as it comes out. Because as an entrepreneur, you need to be able to adjust. You need to be able to adapt. You need to be flexible. You need to be able to listen to your audience. And you need to be able to acquire a lot of different skills, marketing, social media, finance, all these different things to make a successful business. And so as an entrepreneur, what we're doing is we're arming ourselves with all of the weapons necessary to succeed in this crazy, crazy world. Whereas if we pigeonhole ourselves into some corporate cubicle job where all we know how to do is press button B and then press button Y, and that's the only skill set that we have, then what are we going to do if that company fires us or if that company folds and we're left destitute? We don't have the skill sets, but at least as entrepreneurs, we're out there armed and dangerous. Where, where do you come in on that, Sophia? Well, I couldn't agree more with what you say, John. I think that, you know, and just to add to that, I think it's about being your own brand. And what are those, what's that unique skill set that you bring to the table that makes you unique, that sets you apart from other people? You know, I got so much crap for being an actor and starting to take financial planning classes. And I was a joke. And now it's like, those same skills are have totally prepared me when the news calls me and asks if I can be on the five o'clock news the next night and talk about financial literacy. And those things have happened. And I'm so glad that I have that skill set behind me to be able to support my work in a new and creative way that I wouldn't have had I not taken this unique skill set and applied it to my current work. Sophia, you've had a lot of incredible moments. I mean, you've been quoted on Forbes, Business Insider, The Huffington Post, and many, many more. Break it down for Fire Nation and, and don't be aerial here. Really take it to that take us to that moment. What is your proudest entrepreneurial moment? Honestly, it's being on this podcast. Come on, Sophia. I'm not even kidding you. I like this made me feel like oh my gosh, I'm legit. There's all <laughs> these awesome people on here. And John wants me on his podcast too. <laughs> that is so touching. And what's kind of cool, a little insight for Fire Nation right here is that you live full-time where, Sophia? In Minneapolis. In Minneapolis, Minnesota. So you're you know, from there, but randomly during this interview, you're traveling to San Diego and you're actually probably about 10 miles away from me right now in downtown San Diego. I'm up in Pacific Beach um, where actually your friends are right now. They're having fun. They're on the bay. But you at 3.30 p.m. on Memorial Day have decided to not join your friends for this afternoon right here. I know you'll join them later, I'm sure, but you're not joining them right now to be on this podcast. When I first heard that, I was actually pretty touched. And now that you're sharing that this is your proudest entrepreneurial moment, I'm even more touched because I see this amazing trajectory for you. I love what you're doing for Generation Y. So thank you for that, Sophia. And thank you, thank you for the value that you're providing to our generation. 
Thank you. I cannot tell you how much that means to me. I'm so honored just to be on this podcast. I've been listening for quite a while now. (laughs) And it's like I said, one of my faves. And um, I just I'm so excited about uh, just connecting with you know, listening, learning and listening from all the great entrepreneurs that you've had on the show, I feel like it's done so much to influence my work and help my work. Um, and I'm just excited to be able to help more millennials with their money. Love it. Well, Sophia, that brings us to current times. That brings us to today because you do have a lot of exciting things going on. I mean, you're going to be partying in Pacific Beach pretty soon. Woo-hoo. You are <laughs> getting asked to be on television shows. You're being quoted in the Huffington Post. I mean, really, really cool things. But share with Fire Nation business side on the entrepreneurial aspect of it. What's the one thing that has you fired up right now? Yeah. So I just launched um, this new program called my Quick Start Sessions, and they are specifically designed for people who want a little bit of financial planning advice centered around one or two topics. So what was happening was I was talking to some amazing people last year that were really interested in working with me as a financial planner. But at that point in time, I only had an ongoing service model that I was offering. And so I was hearing from people, hey, I'm really interested, Sophia, but I'm not quite ready for a full comprehensive financial plan. Or I just really want to figure out what I should do about my student loans. Or um, I want to know if I should invest in a Roth IRA or a 401k. Can you help me with that? So I launched this program called my Quick Start Sessions, which is just a 90-minute video call. And then I email you recommendations right after the call. Um, We go in depth on one or two topics. And I charge $499 for that service. See, Sophia, what I love what you're doing and the direction you're moving into is you are taking your knowledge, your skill set, you're packaging it up and you're becoming scalable. You're being able to leverage yourself as a financial planner. Like for me, I know a lot about podcasting, but I only have so much time in the day. I can't sit down and teach person by person how to create, grow, and monetize a podcast. But I was able to create Podcasters Paradise, which now is the number one and largest podcasting community in the world with over 900 people currently creating, growing, and monetizing their podcast on a daily basis. And that was with me being able to sit down and create video tutorials, webinars, and all of these great forums and private Facebook groups for the podcasters. And that's the direction I see you moving. And I'm really excited for you. Thank you. That is definitely something um, that is kind of out there in the, okay, I really want to do a a millennials and money course. Um, So that's definitely something that's kind of happening behind the scenes right now, um, which I'm really excited about too. So it's really cool to hear uh, you kind of see that as a, a next step for me as well. Sophia, before we enter the lightning rounds, let's thank our sponsors. Dedication, passion, and pride. Three words that describe entrepreneurs. Yes, and also soldiers. When you get both at once, sweetness follows. At least in the story that we heard about Ryan Classy. At the age of 22, Ryan worked 10 to 12 hour days on a Colorado Air Force base, yet he still found time to create a new company, Classy Toffee during the late nights. The company creates fantastic tasting toffee, and for every box he sells, Ryan ships a box to an American soldier stationed overseas absolutely free. Pretty inspiring, right? 
Ryan didn't have a ton of extra time or money to spend on design, but he was able to get a quality logo at a great price at 99designs. His logo makes a strong visual impact. For business owners like Ryan, 99designs is the perfect design partner for everything from logo design to packaging. Ready to start your own success story, Fire Nation? Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Let's face it, the legal system is complicated, and frankly, there are better things you could be doing with your time, like working on building your audience and creating products and services that help them. Thankfully, LegalZoom is here for you. If you're thinking about starting a business, forming an LLC, getting a trademark, LegalZoom gets the job done right. You'll get the personal attention you need, and they'll help you take care of all the details. Do you want peace of mind? I don't blame you. Starting a business the right way involves a lot of checks and balances. Good thing for us, LegalZoom's been helping small business owners for over 14 years, and they've received an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. For a $10 discount on services, enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. That's LegalZoom.com, discount code FIRE. LegalZoom provides legal help through independent attorneys and self-help services, but it's not a law firm. Go to LegalZoom.com, enter discount code FIRE. So, Sophia, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, which is the lightning rounds, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Oh, yeah. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Feeling like I had to have all the answers in order to launch a business. And now I just feel like I need to know how to find the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. And luckily, most of the answers to all of our questions are at our fingertips. Yeah, Google, right? (laughs) Sophia, what is the best advice you've ever received? Follow your intuition. I think that women naturally have really good intuition and it's important to learn that that's a gift and to listen to that. And I know that every time I do listen to that, um, you know, almost every time it works out and the one or two times that I don't do that, um, that I have a bad feeling about something, it, you know, normally doesn't go the way I want. Sophia, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success listening to podcasts um, and actually like reading blogs of people that I admire and learning from other successes and failures. And then also taking that one step further and really emailing people and reaching out to them and telling them how much I appreciate their work. I think that so often we just kind of like view from afar people that we really admire and um, you'd be surprised how often um, people will just, you know, send you a quick email back or connect you with somebody that you've, um, that, you know, shares your passion or your interests and helps you take your business one step further. Yeah. I mean, I'll even go one up on that and say like, I just had an idea or actually a question I wanted to pose to Mark Cuban after reading an article in Entrepreneur Magazine. And I shot him a quick email and about an hour later, I get a very abrupt and short, all lowercase, but I got a response. And it was like, wow, like I just reached out to Mark Cuban and he responded to me like, this is really cool. I mean, the power of the internet, the power of just taking courage and taking action is really powerful stuff. That's how I felt when I emailed you, John. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, I love it. You're coming back on for an encore, Sophia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sophia, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yes. It's actually called Less Annoying CRM. Ooh. So it's a client relationship management system, but it's really easy and simple to use. And it's like the apple of CRMs. Less annoying CRM. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Sophia Barra. Sophia, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? The Entrepreneur's Trap, How to Stop Working Too Much, Take Back Your Time, and Enjoy Life by Tina Forsyth. And I actually got this recommendation from Natalie Sisson, who wrote The Suitcase Entrepreneur, which is also a fantastic book and podcast. So both of those. Love it. Well, Tina's a past guest on Entrepreneur on Fire, an amazing entrepreneur in Fire Nation. I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Sophia, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would try to make friends. So I'm all about (laughs) connection and community. And so I think I would head to the nearest coffee shop or restaurant and just start talking to people. Um, And then try to find those people that share my interests and different communities that I can be involved with. And then hopping online and trying to connect with other people that are similar and finding those communities online as well. Love that. Well, Sophia, you've been so inspiring to Fire Nation, to Gen Y and everything that you're doing. Let's end on a high note with you giving us, Fire Nation, one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. The best way to get a hold of me is to email me at sophia at genyplanning.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Sophia Barra. It's S-O-P-H-I-A-B-E-R-A. And I think my piece of advice is um, in terms of personal finance, I think that people, the best thing that you can do is really figure out where your money is going each month so that you can then redirect that money in a way that matches your values. And that's the thing that I think um, a lot of you know young people struggle with is they don't know where their money is going and then they're not using their money to match their values. And once people figure out those two things, you'll be amazed how quickly your financial situation changes. Well, Sophia, Fire Nation is well, well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've been talking about in today's episode by going to eofire.com. Just type Sophia into the search bar and her show notes page will pop right up. And Sophia, thank you for being so, so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Fire Nation, when's the last time you did repeat business with a company who didn't value your customer experience? No, not another recorded answering service. Ruby Receptionist is the off-site receptionist that does what no other voice machine or ordinary answering service could ever do. Make your callers feel special while making you look good. 
Try Ruby free for 21 days with this exclusive offer for Fire Nation. Visit callruby.com and use promo code FIRE. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 